Hello and welcome to episode 114 of How About This? Your ears are a church. Your ears are a church. Blessed are the voices, that go, the voices that go in there. These three men, These three are, men ordained are ordained to entertain, to entertain you. you. Huh. How about this? Terry was a girl who liked to smile. But she didn't know where to tune a radio dial. Then Charlie told her, got through to her at last. Just listen to How About This? It's a fucking funny podcast. This is a love story in the church of fun. Everybody, let me your ears. Ow! Carol was a flirty, sassy miss. She told everyone, get on board with How About This? Charlie told Jerry now, he liked the heat. In the church of, the love. Church of love, how about this? How about this? Bring, bring you together. together. I, I now, now pronounce you. Ow! What a time to be alive, guys. What a time to be <laughs> Yes, indeed. Yeah. Episode 114. Feels good. Yeah, it's, it's got a dignity about it. I would yeah. say we're, in, we're entering the dignified realms yeah. of, uh, of podcasting. We, we all seem quite calm this morning. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. mind it. I we've, like we, it. We've had a very traumatic few days. It's been quite traumatic. <laughs> yes. It's been eventful. And, full and of we're, event. we're back together face to face for the first time. Since being since ripped away from each other. ripped apart. <sighs> Dramatically. Dramatically. Uh, you could probably write a movie about it. Yeah, I think oh, that would be a great It's movie. that one with Tom Hanks, I think. <laughs> uh, I, I, remember, I remember looking at Carl across the airport. Mm. Uh, he was a, a, a few uh, zigzags back. Through should the security should line. Should we go into it? We're, we're, we're talking about it. We must have right, go into let's it. Go. Uh, yeah, let's so, a bit of backstory. Uh, yeah. I think we mentioned it briefly on the last episode. Um, we uh, were all travelling to New Zealand for a bit of a corporate gig over in Auckland. Yep. Um, exciting times. Um, Great and company. S- yeah. And yeah. So I Good people. We all, we all assembled on Monday morning for our flight uh, to Auckland. It was yeah. uh, it was a... It's an exciting time to be uh, uh, to be up and about. The, the airport was bustling, it positively was. bustling. It, it was. was. It was the busiest I've seen the international part of the airport for a long, long time. It was. Everyone but it was going to, somewhere. But, it seemed, but there didn't seem to be a lot of that kind of mopey, head down, fuck these cues kind of attitude. No, it, it was all just seemed like, quite good. It's just like everyone's here to get this done. Yeah. We've got to stand in line. We're all going to get there. We um, know we have to do this. Let's just get through it. There was It was hustle and bustle and a sense of purpose yeah. in the Melbourne International Airport, and there was a, uh, there was a sense of community between us and the people we were working for. The lovely yeah. spoke to uh, folks at Specsavers, and mm. we were we every, everyone was uh, meeting there. Mm. Uh, everyone was kind of uh, coming together, then going apart, getting what they had to get done done, yeah. and and so we were drifting uh, through uh, booking our seats and yeah. checking our bags in, all with a sense of connection, yeah. but a little bit disconnected as well. As no, panic. Yeah. no panic. No yeah. panic. And there was a little bit of um, anxiety going into it. There was that little nugget of anxiety because Carl had been attempting a little bit of admin that he had to take care of. Yes. Uh, that he hadn't been able to accomplish, but it was, it was no biggie really, but it was, it was, it was in the background. Um, yeah. And uh, maybe you, you could you yeah, talk sure. us through that. All right, I'll, I'm going to go back even further. So right. I was I was bo- I was born <laughs> I was born in England. And I came to Australia when I was about eight months old. Important fact. Okay, uh, I hadn't been overseas in 2005 when I got married. We went to Europe, so I had to get a passport, EU passport, yep. Um, yep. and a visa, which I had no idea about. The visa was in there. I don't remember applying for it, whatever. Anyway, visa lasts five years, mm-hmm. so it expired in 2010. In 2013, the three of us went to the festival went in, to Wellington. Yep. in Wellington. In Wellington. 
Um, Good times. Got out of the country, got into New Zealand, got out of New Zealand, came back to Australia, was pulled aside because I travelled on an expired visa, basically. Yeah. Um, Got pulled aside by a big guy, put into an office, made me fill out a whole bunch of forms, got, had a stern talking to me, um, but left it with saying, you should probably take care of this in the next 30 days. Yeah. That's that's how forceful it was. They yeah, just yeah. were like, you should probably take care of this. It was a gentle suggestion. So yeah, a stern talking to with a gentle suggestion at well, the end. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Like, it was like they're putting the fear of God into you, like yeah. saying, oh, like what are best, you doing? Like and the stuff. best kind of lovemaking. Yeah, like yeah. they had yeah. to. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> They had to ring Canberra, you yeah. know, to get sorted to make sure I was a permanent resident and all that right. sort of stuff. Um, so when we found out in New Zealand, my passport had expired. So within two hours, I'd been on the website, contacted London, done everything, photocopied yeah. it all, got it all taken care of. Yeah. Taken and then care I, spoke, of I was speaking to a friend who's from New Zealand. Her husband's from the Netherlands, yes. and the, and she was like, "Oh, don't forget your return visa." Like, yeah, don't want to fall for that one and again. I'm like, "Oh, cool." And she goes, "It's all online now. It takes like 20 minutes." I'm Sweet. like, "Brilliant!" Yeah, Carl so, loves that. She doesn't have to talk to anyone. Yeah, just clickety click. So on the f- so we were leaving on the Monday. On the Monday Friday, morning. I go onto the website, and you got to sign. You got to have an account. Yeah. You log in. Which side note? I yeah. did say at the time. You're leaving that pretty late. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you We're did. leaving on Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've been told. It takes 20 minutes. Yeah, it takes 20 minutes. So I'm like, cool. I'll, I'll just get that done. Do you know how IT works. I'll do it Monday morning before <laughs> I leave. It's only 20 minutes. 20 but minutes. the passport thing, which was dealing with yeah. a, a thing overseas. overseas. Yeah. I got that passport back within like that a came week. Back very and so quickly. super quick. You felt bulletproof. Oh, You're man. like, administratively, yep. I, I am untouchable right oh, now. Oh, yeah. So I go online <laughs> and as you accept the thing and you log in, it's yeah. like before you can proceed, here are the things that might go wrong because yeah. we're doing maintenance on the website. And it's like two A4 pages on, yeah. the, on the screen. Too long, of, didn't read. Of problems. Yeah. <laughs> like just constant problems with yeah. every step of the process. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's probably like when you take medication. That's probably for Never. other people, not for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's like medica- where, they, where it's like, oh, you know, your, your kidneys might explode if you take sure. this medication. But right. it's like one in a billion yeah, chance. Why so not even going to read it. Yeah. So I go into the thing. I can't get through the first step. Like oh. I'm like, what? Oh. So, and I try, and then I get a bit further, and and then it and then it fucks up, and then I get quite far, and I'm like, cool. And then I'm mid keystroke, and it flashes up on the screen saying, "You've been uh, to idle for 30 minutes. You have to restart the thing." And it's like I'm mid keystroke. Like yeah. I'm fucking I'm typing right now. Like it's a, the website is is a mess. So yeah. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just gonna call them. Yeah. So and I think. That's everyone else is thinking that as well. Yep. So I'm on hold forever. Yep. Then they, I get through all the computer stuff, speak to a person. They said, oh, we'll just have to put you through to here. Yeah. On hold forever again. And then the call disconnects. Oh, and sons of And it was like, th- it was like half an hour. And I'm like, oh. okay, just do it again. So yeah. I tried again. Exactly the same thing. About God 30, 40 damn. minutes. So I was like, fuck, wow. I'll just go back to the website. Can't get anywhere through the website. You, you've been idle for 30 minutes. Yeah. I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> you Idle for 30 minutes. <laughs> can't get through the website. And this time it's it's like I can't call because it's after hours and they keep normal hours. Anyway, it's Saturday. I go in on the morning. I check the website and it's down. Oh. Like it's the whole site, the is, site down is down for maintenance. maintenance. So yeah. it's not you. It's the, it's the bloody site. And so I'm like, fuck this. And then I'm like, oh, hang on. This is probably really good. Because I sent you guys a text message where it was like, great. Yeah. That's what you guys read it out, but I was like, great, because yeah. maybe they'll fix it and I can get on. Yeah. Uh, I go on that night at about quarter past six, because it's supposed to come on at six. Still saying it's still offline till six o'clock. Yeah, By this try ne- try, I try each hour till like 9 p.m. that night, yeah. and it's still saying nuts, shut down till 6 p.m. Well, that night. By this stage, I have a sinking feeling yeah. in my stomach that can only be equated to hanging upside down on the Gravitron. Yeah. <laughs> like it's slowly getting worse and worse, yeah. going, this isn't going to be good. Yeah. And I'm giving you options like, should I pull out? Should we try yeah. and replace me in because I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. So then on the Sunday I go on, the site's working. I, I get through 
further than I've got to get to the bottom of the first World page. World record of admin. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I get through it to the fir- end of the first page, uh, click save, click continue, and it brings up this message that I've got in my phone that says the following, hang on, load. The following errors have been encountered. You may be in a location that means you cannot use this service. Please contact an Australian office of this department or an Australian government office overseas. They did secede from the country. Yeah. And I couldn't get past I couldn't yeah. get past that. And then Monday morning we get up and go to the airport. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. well, I'll just chance it and I'll do what I did last time. Just I think yeah, border security are famous for just letting things slide. Yeah. Well, I looked online and New Zealand it's like, there's no problem. Yeah. I know I can get into New Zealand and I know I can get out. And uh, and I'll just oh, and I was so like, in our mind, we're thinking it's going to be like last time. Yeah. yeah. We'll easily get to New Zealand, which is the important thing for yeah. us uh, business-wise. Yeah, we're yeah, thinking yeah. we can get there yeah. and do this gig. No worries. Yeah. Um, tick that box and then we'll find a way to get Carl back into Australia. There's got to be a way. Yeah, be. and I thought, like, well, I'll get, I'll get we'll back just to leave and let <laughs> him <laughs> yeah. get a stern talking to. Yeah. Well, I figured that was, I figured I'd get taken aside back in Australia, this fill out be, some forms and I'd go on. This could be Jason's chance to shine. He's going to stick by Carl. Yeah. The entire <laughs> process. I'm going to do it. I'm going with my friend to <laughs> isolation. Don't you, a, don't you put a hand on him. <laughs> so I go up. To, so when it's all digitized since the last yeah. time I left, which is three years ago. So mm. I put my passport in. It prints out a little thing yep. saying, go to the front desk for yep. Air New Zealand. So I go there and she's like, you don't have a visa. And I'm like, yeah. and so I'm like, I didn't want to say I, I tried yeah. because then she's like, well, you can't go. You knew you couldn't go. You don't. Mm. And I was like, I just played dumb. And she's like, just leave it with me. She makes a phone call. Yeah. And then she gets off and she goes, that's fine. It's taken care of. And I was like, what? And she goes, stay here for three minutes while it registers in the system. Uh, and then you'll be good to go. And I'm like, okay. And mm. then a bit later on, she goes, fine, that's it. So what you couldn't do in three days yep. took her three minutes. Yeah. One phone call. Yeah. Yep. One call in three minutes. Yep. Direct line. Yeah. She called I don't know. Malcolm Turnbull. I think she did. <laughs> but she, but and a conference call with, uh, with the Queen. With and the Queen. Queen and Malcolm Turnbull on the phone. And yeah. so I'm leaving. They had a virtual high five. <laughs> and before I leave, I say to her, that's it. That's good. I'm good to go and I'm good to come back. Yeah. And she's like, yep, that's all taken care of. That's and I was like, contract. awesome. And yes. I'm like, thank you so much. That's and so cool. And we are thumbs upping. We are I know. I look over to you guys and you're like, huh? And I'm like, thumbs up. Big smile. And you guys yes. are thumbs what, up. What you didn't see was while you were waiting those three minutes, me and Rick just going, ah. Oh. <laughs> what are we going to do? What are we going to do? This, uh, What's I'm, our plan? That B? sinking feeling that's been weighing me down all weekend has come to fruition. Yep. We should have should have taken care of this. And then we get the thumbs up and we're like, oh. Yes, wait off yes. our shoulders. And maybe that's why I thought the airport was good that day because there are massive queues and I forgot how many checkpoints there are. Yeah. And I'm like breezing through and I'm yeah. like, yeah. And we fill out my forms and things. And at one point, because you guys had gone on ahead. Yeah, because yeah. we, we were dropping our bags while you were yeah, sorting yeah. all this stuff out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so we went through security. So once again, we ditched Carl in his hour of yeah. need. <laughs> but he didn't, look, he didn't look like he needed it. No. no. There's well, I gave you, do. I gave you thumbs he up. He gave us a thumbs up. Everything's all right. Yeah, everything's go. great. And I he s- wanted to wing it. He, he didn't need wingman. No. He, he, was, he was there going, uh, playing dumb. His story checks out better if we're not there. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. i got to do this myself, guys. Yeah, I'm playing dumb, but I brought my support network with me. Yes. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, and at one point, like I'm feeling good. I'm in part of the zigzag line bit and yeah. I see Emily Taylor coming towards to me yeah. yes. and so I don't I don't say anything to her as I get close to her I just stick my hand up for a high five we high five don't say anything keep walking it's the coolest thing anyone's ever seen I'm going yeah this is fucking great and we we somehow we managed to go through the last checkpoint together so I put my passport in it flashes green I'm like sweet yes uh, green means go and then I stand get my photo taken yes doors open I step through and a woman goes up to me and says can you just come this way sir and oh. I was like uh okay <laughs> 
And she takes me through this weird little dog leg bit, yeah. and I end up at the Design, same counter. Designed as, to confuse you. Well, I think it was yeah. because Designed. Emily Taylor goes through the gate straight to the desk. Yeah. I go like via 10 meters of weird thing and end up next to Emily Taylor at the yeah. desk. That's and I was like, just they're just to disorient Walk yeah. of shame. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And, and I said, What's the problem? She goes, she looks at my things, looks at the computer and says, you've overstayed. And I'm like, mm, no, I live in Australia. You've overstayed. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I live in Australia. And she's like... It's important to stop people who've overstayed from leaving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to leave. It makes no sense. It's like, Surely you just be like, off you go. Yeah. Don't should, try and come back. just though. change his boarding pass to Manus Island. Like, <laughs> just, just let him fly. And he's like, how come no one else is on this plane? Oh, they must be seated somewhere else and just get off in Manus Island. And so I'm like... Uh, I've got. A, I'm a permanent resident. I've been here since I've eight, eight months old. She goes, "You've overstayed," and I'm <laughs> like, and then she just disappears. Spe- and then this huge big guy comes over. Yeah, yeah. It's time for the big guy again. Yeah, <laughs> it probably was. And I gave like, you a, a stern talking to and a gentle warning. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like I like to make love. <laughs> <laughs> now you're back for more. <laughs> so he's like, "Step this way, please, sir." And he like guides me past everyone um, to an, another counter mm-hmm. where there's which was the same counter you were just at. <laughs> yeah, you. possibly. It was very. I was getting very confused at this point. <laughs> the person uh, at the counter just put a fake mustache yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a new person. <laughs> but there's this woman there, um, just like this short, young sort of Vietnamese woman. Yes. And I'm only saying that because so you can get a picture in your head. Yep. Every time I'd say something, she'd pull a face like that you'd want that would go viral as a meme. All right, <laughs> like she was just me- she, I'm she, memeing it up. I just like I'd say something, she'd go, huh? like just pull these faces, <laughs> and she was lovely, and yeah. and it was weird because I know because it was starting to dawn on me that I was in big trouble. Yeah. But then she'd say something, or she'd react to me, or something like that, and be I'd be alive. like, Oh my god, I'm gonna, I'm and, gonna start and, laughing. And oh. at this point, Rick and I had gotten through. We'd, yeah, you're we'd, gone. We'd wandered wandered through some fine duty free stuff. We'd we'd bought our waters and batteries and things. We were sitting at the gate, and we get a text from Carl says. Uh, I've been stopped. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it said. Yeah. Um, I've been stopped. And we're like, we thought the visa thing was all right. Yeah. Well, that's what I said. I was like... Yeah. Like I was like, oh... But that part of it was fine, wasn't it? Well, I, mean, I did. I ha- She'd organised the visa for me yeah. to get there and back. Now... But if every, if everything else had been in order, you, you would have been fine. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So, so no, no, no shame on her. No yeah, slight no, on no. that friendly Air no. New Zealand no. lady who talked to Malcolm Turnbull and the Queen. No. she done you right. But the, sh- the short woman, she says... She's not bought a security. Yeah. Like, just like hardcore. She, she She's all happy and smiles and stuff. But then she just goes, because I said, oh, the woman in Air New Zealand, she fixed it up for me. Maybe it's not registered yet. And she's like, She's not border control. You're like in she's our not world. Yeah, now. yeah, pretty much. Forget about it. And then she's like, but Bend she- over, drop <laughs> your pads. <laughs> But then she was like a concerned school teacher that they take like like Jimmy, why didn't you do the work? She You've was good do cop, bad cop, right? all, all in yeah, one. Yeah, like she was changing because they used to have two people to, to play, just but they downsizing. Just, yeah, they downsized, <laughs> so it's like all all of them have to play both both yeah, roles. There's a training just, course for that now. Just alternate. So she says three years ago when we when yeah. you got stopped for travelling on a. You remember that? Yeah, remember that I'm car? like, yeah, I remember that. And she's like, <laughs> we gave you thirty too? days to fill out those forms, and I was like, 30 yeah, fucking days, car, thirty whole days. And in my mind, when they said that to me, the other I was like. You have thirty years. Yeah. Like well, well, I was thinking I'm not traveling anytime soon. It doesn't. It's you know it's they're not impressing suggestion. upon me yeah. the severity. They're just sort of so going. It's oh, the she guy's could take fault it. Who was no, 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 no. It was too no, friendly. No. It was too friendly. No, no, no. At no. The end. He flipped over to good cop at the wrong time. The wrong time. <laughs> it's it's all my fault. <laughs> the whole thing's my fault. <laughs> it needed to be more of a. You've got thirty days, yeah, Mr. McConnell. Thirty, 30 days, days to sort this out. I, I cannot impress upon you. 
how important it is that you sort this out in 30 days. So the forms I was filling out was for a bridging visa, I think, yeah. like last 30 days. And when you don't, if you don't get it sorted in that 30 days, you lose your residency. And she yeah. says, you've been living illegally in the country for the last three years. And I was like... Well, it's like the A-team. Yeah. <laughs> Live it off the grid. He does not exist in anymore. Elsterwick. Maybe that's why the guy, the Iceman, doesn't like to talk to you. Uh, he can smell the... He can smell your illegality. I only talk to legitimate citizens of this country. And, she, and so she said, like, if you're lucky you didn't get pulled over by the police for some reason, like yeah. if they were doing a license check or a car thing but or something. you travelled interstate yeah, a whole yeah, bunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, I, that's care. not Interstate's clearly, rough. that's not raising the right flags. Okay. Um, and the other thing that I've real, since realised, having filled out forms and things and going somewhere else, um, I sent off a whole bunch of flags because my passport was brand new. So it hasn't registered in the system because it wasn't because it was less than a certain time period right. old. So when you get a new passport, you need a new visa, regardless of if your old one's still working. So I travelled. I didn't have a visa. I was trying to travel on expired <laughs> visa. My new passport hadn't registered. I I'm not a I'm not considered a permanent resident. Carl's yeah. a terrorist, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, fuck. And so she's going through it, but then she's like, you're in a unique position because you have a visa, mm. but you're illegal. And I was like, right. And she goes. So what do you want to do? And I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, do you want to get on the flight? And I'm like, I don't, what do you mean? She goes, you can fly. And I was like, okay. And she goes, you just can't come back. Yeah. And I was like, so I can't fly. She goes, no, no, you could fly and try and get it taken care of. Yeah. And you I was, and she said, how long are you there for? And I was like, till Wednesday. And she's like, yeah, you, can, you won't be coming back on Wednesday. And I'm like, right. And she goes, you probably won't be coming back this week. And I'm like, okay. And she goes, yeah, you've got to, and I'm like, so what do I do? And she goes, you just have to stay there till you get sorted. It's like, how long is that going to take? And she goes, I can't tell you. I, I can tell only you. tell you your options. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think I can get on that plane. She goes, no, no, you can. And I was like, no, but I don't think I can because yeah, yeah. I don't think I can get back into the country. Yeah, yeah. And I said, I've got a wife and I've got a kid and stuff and I, I can't like just fuck I'm off. You're like, really a terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> I've got an assassination to complete. Um, so You said no to adventure, Carl. You said no to adventure. I, been, I mean, this podcast I really like could have had even more to talk about if you'd gone to New Zealand. And is that the time you sent us the text, which was the very next text we got maybe 20 minutes later, saying, it's bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's I'm bad. going... Well, because the bad was... She tells me those things. I say, look, I'm not going to go on the flight. She goes, okay, we'll have to offboard your luggage and things. Yeah. And then she goes, you'll need to speak to these other people. And, and then, then our th flight was delayed and we knew why. Yeah. We're like, they've got to they've got to redo oh, the it? whole... Yeah, 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 we had like a half like, hour, 40 half minute hour delay. delay. Shit. Like, that's Carl's bag right there. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Due to the late arrival. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, sure. sure. Um, and so then... The big dude comes over. Takes I can't say due to the possible terrorist on board. <laughs> it's not. It, it puts it puts a bad taste in your bad mouth spin. at the airport. Yeah. They, they can tell it's due to the administratively challenged. <laughs> <laughs> but then the um, big dude comes over again. Like she calls him back. Um, he leads me to an office. Uh, a couple of people come out. Does he lead you? Can I just for a mental picture? Does he have like his hand gently on his shoulder? This, he's this way, so he's very close. He's not touching me. He's incredibly close but to me. But he could touch you at any moment. He could kill he me to. in, a, in, a, in right. an instant. So yeah, he yeah. couldn't just make a dash. No. <laughs> I probably I could probably outrun him, but where am I going to go? Yeah, yeah you yeah. just walk around. I don't know where I'm going. They've yeah. led you through so many yeah. alleys yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and passageways. It's you don't like know a where cow at the abattoir. But And when they handed over, like when he came to take assume control of you from the other person, did he have to check where you're up to? Like, did did he say, are we a good cop or bad cop now? Right. Like, wonder, wh where am I starting? He was the same. He's like a robot. He's just He's like, neutral step, cop. This, step this way. He's He's he just talks in a way that you know he could kill you yeah. if he wanted. You know, you know what would be funny is if uh, during 
during one of these interviews, they just walked out the door and said, you've been idle for 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Just start this whole process again. You're going to go back and check your bags again. (laughs) So they take me to an office. He takes me to an office. Some people come out. They're across what's going on already. Yeah. Oh, the whole office is buzzing. <laughs> oh, we've got one. We've got, we've got one. one. Oh, get the cameras. Where's Channel 7? We haven't seen a case like this forever. We were joking at this point. We were both incredibly sad and frustrated yeah. and joking that your big break was going to come because you'd be, be on border security. Border security <laughs> and someone would go, oh, that guy. Yeah, that guy. That guy on border security. Let's give him a series. Um... So they just come out. They they pretty much say what the woman said to me, but they're like stern, like oh, they're right. like bad cop. They've got bad cop, bad cop, all this sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then they go, "We have to. We're we're just going to go deliberate what to do with you." Yeah. And then they walk out and close the door and leave me in the waiting room and they by don't myself. Talk about you one little bit, I tell you. Well, that's what I'm. Th- I, no, I don't know if they go back and they're just having coffee yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like yeah. that. But they just leave me there time. for thirty minutes. Yeah, we've got to leave him there for around thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. To, just to think about it. Just so they can go. Check that box. And then they come out and they go, you're free to go. You're free to go, man. That's all they say. Oh, no, right. and they say, take care of this. No, care and of that's it. it. And then a guy Is comes. Is that stern enough? Is that stern enough? That sounds stern. That was stern enough. Oh, you know what? Being told I'd been living illegally in the country for three years, that was pretty, that, yeah. right. that it was, was a wake up call. Of, yeah, yeah. It was the wake up call you needed. So I go, I get led through the airport by two yeah. security guys through all the secret entrances right, and things right. like that. Yeah. Like going through the secret entrances at Ikea, if you can yeah, go yeah, get yeah, with yeah. a staff member. I'm like, so it's kind Were of you good. making mental note? <laughs> no, you need, I need, uh, I'd have to swipe swipe passes and I things like that. I reckon you can do that, Carl. I've got one, but it's only, I You're a step away from being able to hold that entire airport to ransom. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know that airport better than anyone. Yeah. That's true. You've I've seen, seen a lot of that airport. Where did you get your airport? bag back? Where did you get your bag back? Well, that's the other thing is like, they took me back to the Air New Zealand thing right. and said he's off And until boarding. you get this sorted out, you're not even officially in the country. You could be do funny. anything. No, no. You could do anything right now. As yeah. long as I don't get caught. Yeah. Because yeah. then I'm getting deported. Well, that's that the same <laughs> with anyone. We could all do anything as long as we don't get caught. Yeah, but I, but you will get in trouble here. I get sent. I'll be kicked out you of the country. You get reverse convicted. Yeah. <laughs> You know what would be funny is if, if to get your bag back, they just had to start up one of the belts. <laughs> and so it's just you standing there and on the sign instead of do, the flight number, do, it just do. said, idiot. <laughs> you just You're the idiot belt. <laughs> yeah, how do you get your bag back? Did they bring it to you? Well, you they have the to, because rooms? they have to offboard it. Yeah. They, there's a place called Donata or something, like near the entrance of where... To where international starts. So when you right. walk off the street, it's one of the things next to like a coffee place. And right. Yeah, right. Um, but all the security gates are down and they're like, you just have to wait here till they get your bag. Oh, right, so this is a little and so special just, place. And there's no seats or anything. So I was nah. like, it took me like, you don't deserve I had to seat. wait there for 90 minutes. You just fucked ate, everyone. Ate, <laughs> ate coffee, ate donuts and had some coffee. Well, I couldn't leave. I had that to wait coffee at that place. Some sad people waiting by yeah. the <laughs> counter. Just people who've really got yeah. things wrong. The saddest <laughs> donut shop in the world. And then I got in there uh, a woman came and she opened it and she said, oh, it's not, it'll be 10 minutes, but you can sit on this seat. And I was like, oh, thank you. So I sat down and then another guy came in like 15 minutes later and she goes, yeah, it'll just be 10 minutes. I was like, oh, here we go. Fucking hell. And then it was like another. It's the website all over again. It was over two hours. Like I had to wait to get my bag. And I was thinking, that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. They're, like, yeah. Oh, they're in no rush. Where's no. my bag? Yeah, yeah. I want my bag. We need to make sure we serve him efficiently. Yes. <laughs> I've so been I've denied <laughs> entry <laughs> at so many to airports. countries all over the world. <laughs> I have never <laughs> had to wait this long <laughs> for my bag. Surrounded by donuts. Um. And so I get my bag, and um, the 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 only nice thing was I got into a taxi. And it's like immaculate. Like oh, right. and it's it's a Toyota Camry, average car, but like in perfect condition. It's a hybrid. 
um, magazines in the back flat what? for you to read. He's trying oh. to Uber guy, it up. Well, this guy, he yeah. turns around with a bowl of mints. Hello. And next oh. to me, and he goes, and there's some water there for you. This and taxi guy is taking matters into his own hands. And I'm yeah. like looking at the, and he dry, he's nice. He knows exactly the right level to talk at, like not too much. If I wanted to talk a lot, he would have talked a lot. Yeah. But he just he just engaged the just the right amount. Drove incredibly well. Like I've had some dodgy taxi drivers card, recently. Carl? I was going to ask him for a card at you the end because I was like, I reckon he's got a private little yeah. thing going on. All taxi drivers will do that. If you ask for their card, they'll give yeah. you a direct and number you to them. But he's also should. got like a little network because he's because there are other people yeah. coming on. Um, and they're they they yeah. they like relaying traffic conditions to each other yeah, and things yeah. like that. And I was like. If this is like a little network of drivers, I want to you in want on this. in because you specifically are affected by yeah, by like the, the the different levels of taxi driver service oh, more yeah, than you yeah, know, yeah. like how they drive. And so if you find if you're a taxi driver that, pulsing that, that treats you well, yeah, yeah. and doesn't make you feel nauseous in the back seat, you gotta you, you gotta hold oh, on to them, hold tight. So we pull up at my house, and I was about to say, "Can?" And yeah. he's like, "Oh, here's my card." And I was like, "I gave you a card." And I was like, "And if people drive now, particularly Uber and things like that, I talk to them about. It. I was like, you were a great driver. Thank you. Like, yeah. that was a really nice drive. Yeah. Uh, good conversation and stuff. I'm yeah. gonna give you a good rating, but I didn't do oh. that because you can't with a taxi. But yeah. Best taxi driver I've ever had. Oh, I'm so glad. So there was. He was probably. Yeah. He was probably an illegal alien though, yeah, as yeah. well. Like Please don't tell Borders. He was from. He was from North India. Like we were talking and stuff, and I was like, "Are you an Australian citizen?" He goes, "No, permanent resident." I was like, "Make sure your forms are in order. <laughs> Make sure they're in order." I can't. Ex- I can't impress. Well, how important strictly that is. enough. R- Rick and I didn't voice this to each other until we got off the plane in uh, Auckland. Yeah. But when you got pulled up at border security, and yeah. this was before we found out about the horrible Colombian plane crash as well, right? We were both certain that that the plane was going to crash. The plane was going to crash. That would have been the perfect story for you. You were meant to be on the flight, just yeah. in you were here walking towards by the myself, yeah. Yeah. crying so into as, the microphone. As soon as uh, as soon as you got denied entry, I, I was this like, like, "This plane is this going is down. Fucked. Oh, this Jesus. is fucked." This is how like, all these stories work out? Yeah, this is the this is how this works out. There's the, we, our, our chances of crashing have gone up. In Lone fact, survivor. chances of something happening in the next three days have gone up significantly. Yeah. And we travelled on a ferry. Yeah. We were asking for trouble. We were asking for trouble. I saw Snapchats of you and you guys yeah. were quite drunk. Yeah, we, we were having f- a great time. We were very drunk on a ferry. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it was fan- It was a great great time. Yeah, so it was a great trip. You missed it. I, so I just want to just yes. tell this off. So the next day I go to the immigration place. Yeah. Um, and I know where it is because I've been there a few times before. And it says, please put your code in if you're <laughs> a legal citizen and you couldn't get in the building. But, well, I walk to the building. It's Castleton Place. And I know it's the top of Lonsdale Street. So I go yeah. there. Yeah. And it's not it's not there. And I'm like, oh, uh-huh. I messed this up. And I was like, I'll get my phone out. And I was like, no, nah, I'll go for a wander. Yeah. <laughs> around the city. A wander. It's a lovely day. I'll, I know it's at the top of the city. Maybe Could I've got... last day in the country. Maybe yeah. it's Latrobe Street. Maybe it's Lonsdale. Now, maybe it's yeah. exhibition, not it's in Melbourne somewhere. So I'll I wander around it. for about half an hour, having a nice walk. It's like I don't know where it is. So I look it up, and it's the it's the actual building I was at the first time. I was right. You They've just, just renovated the oh, building right. in the last ten years or whenever it was. You just don't recognise it. Anymore no, your paperwork's no. not in order. So I go in there, and there's a guy behind the desk, and I go, "Ah, oh, I need to get a return visa." Yeah. Um, can you tell me where to go? And your pictures like blew back to the <laughs> wall. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, it's all online now. You could do it online. I'm yeah. like, oh, like, no, sir. And I'm like, yeah. I've been burnt before. <laughs> I said, look, I can't do it online. I've tried. And he goes, it's all online. And I was like, but I, I can't do it online. He goes, you need to go do it online. And I'm <laughs> and so I just like, this isn't going anywhere. I was like, what floor do I have to go to? And he's like, uh, they're renovating. You can't go anywhere. Yeah. You've got to go and do it online. And I'm like, 
I've been told to come in because I can't do it online. He's like, oh, right. I don't know why it clicked then, but he's like, you need to speak to this guy who's standing right <laughs> next to him. <laughs> oh, not shit. dealing with anyone. And I was like... What do you reckon, Trevor? Oh, yeah, I'll handle this oh, one, yeah. mate. And this guy just looks at me and goes, what's the problem? And I'm like, did you, did you not hear what I just said to this guy? No, and he's like, I was tuned out. and he just goes... What's the problem? And mm. so I explained it again to him. He goes, yeah, floor, 15. floor 15. <laughs> so I get into the lift, go up, and it's this tiny little cramped makeshift place sort of thing <laughs> full of people. It's sad, um, it's just, sad, illegal aliens. And, and it's just a computer that's hooked up to the internet. Yeah. The sign that says, do it online. <laughs> so I go up to the desk and I explain the situation. He goes, oh, you should do it online. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I, if, I was a, if I was not illegally in this country, uh, I, I would, would be so <laughs> mad at you right now. <laughs> And so she's like, oh, okay. Like, you need to fill out this form then. Um, Online. And here, <laughs> here are the forms. Um, just She gave me the website. I had to download the forms. Because oh, they don't have the, cap- they they don't have the capacity the to print stuff out there. Because no, of renovations? That's, yeah, because they're just in this shit. tiny little shoebox of a place that's packed with printer. unhappy, sad, angry people. Um, but she's like, oh, look, I'll put your new passport into the system. So this is where I found out that more flags were getting raised because my passport hadn't right. registered yet. So she's putting that in and so things. How many things have gone wrong? Yeah. So she said, look, you need to fill out these forms so I can put your passport in. So I go over and it's a similar thing to what I was trying to do online. So I fill it out and there's bits where I'm like, oh, I don't know if it's this bit or this bit. I, I, I guessed that. It was like country of passport issues. So I put GBR because it says that in my passport, which is Great Britain. Yep. I go up there and I say, look, can you check this? I'm not really sure. Mm. And she looks at it and she said, oh, it's not GBR, it's HMPO or something. And I'm like, what the fuck's right? HMPO? I said, what's that? And she's like... Her Majesty's Post Office. Well, something maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like, Because then I say... Passport office, maybe? Her Majesty's passport nope. office? always the post office. Because okay. um, I said, look, I came up upon this online and I wasn't sure what to put in there either. And she just stops and looks at me and goes, the system is retarded. Like, that's what she said to me. Very <laughs> okay. exact words. She goes, it's so broken. Everyone, get, everyone gets pushed. They're pushing everyone online to do everything online and no one can use the system. Yeah. And I was like, look, I know there's a lot of people here who English isn't their first language. It's my first language. I found it confusing. She said... All the people, 80% of the people in this room are here because they can't do it online. Yeah. So then I get all the applications and I go home. If you can't do it online, you get charged 80 bucks extra to do a paper one. How right. Like just. And the, the online uh, system is broken all the time. It's constantly broken. Yeah, well, it's a money maker. Right and she was like. They are fucking renovating that building. <laughs> $80 at a time. <laughs> just gold plated everything. So I, ba- I filled out everything and got all the stuff done. Like, and again, it took me 20 minutes to do it with paper and to go to Officeworks and photocopy some stuff. Like, it was an, the simplest process of all time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, have you that's, posted it yet? I have to get it. I have to get like a justice of the peace to go. That's all right. You've got 30 days. 30 days. You've got 30 give days. I'm not traveling for ages. I'll give, I'll give <laughs> yeah, it some you'll time. You'll sort it out at some point. <laughs> at some, some point. Time. Um, and as long as I don't get caught doing anything illegal, I'll be yeah. fine. Yeah, you'll be laughing. So, yeah, that's basically my tale. Now, I do have to say, because I know that a client listens to this podcast and stuff. <laughs> like, um, I was very calm through this whole process, but I d- felt incredibly shit for everyone. Like, it was one of those things where it's like, wow. Like, I knew I was in trouble, but it's like, I'll be fine. Like, unless I go yeah. to jail, which is like my... Te- which is terror for me. Like it's the yeah. I don't do bad things because jail pretty. terrifies it's me. Too pretty for like jail. some people don't give a fuck about jail, no. but jail for me is like this is the worst thing that's ever going to well, happen. Well, there was a period where we we're like, he might end up in jail. Oh, so I don't think true. this is over. I'm you know I keep expecting to get a thing saying you owe us ten thousand dollars. You know yeah. we're pu- we're going to punish you yeah. with a fine. Like I well, just don't know uh, if it's I mean, finished. There's yet. the whole thing of, uh, of of taxes in the last three years when you've been illegal aliens. Yep. There's 
There's a bunch of stuff. A whole well, bunch weird, of Because you've been like paying that. tax as well. Like, I know, and like, it's not... And it ha- unless they're just saving it up. <laughs> I don't know what to do. For this, anyway, for this yeah. moment. It's like, all very tricky. We are at the half hour mark oh, uh, of uh, our podcast. Yeah. So thank you for joining us for part one of episode 114. Yeah, so I found... <laughs> Welcome to part two of episode 114. <laughs> the continuing saga of Carl's administrative uh, dilemmas. So I... F- yeah, if I felt like just... Ratchet for just fucking it up for everyone ratchet. else. Ratchet. ratchet. He felt ratchet because it was just I, illegal ratchet. Illegal it was fine ratchet. for the worst me, kind of ratchet. but I just messed up so. Many. I mean, there was accommodation, yeah. there were flights, there yeah. was our the work that we had to do together in the over there, and yeah. all, all of that stuff. Like I just completely yeah, yeah you fucked ages. I, I and I owe our client. Like that's yeah, the other thing do. as well. Like I'm not, sh- you know, I got to work out what to do there. Yeah, yeah, be nice. I have a lot of dismissals for next <laughs> year. <laughs> I'm set next year for that. So we might want to. We might want to bring that forward a bit. It was a sad and traumatic experience, but um, we have been building up some sizzle for episode 114. And yes. I think it's something that you desperately need right now, something to cheer you up yeah. after yeah. your traumatic circumstances. Okay. Uh, we do uh, a bit of backstory for this one. In episode 113, we did uh, happen upon a French hip-hop outfit called 113. And so That's we right. played a little bit. And as, uh, as a consequence of that, Carl uh, expressed how much he loved French hip-hop, um, that it's one of his faves. And of course, our very... Talented and loyal uh, listener, the Robbie Ellis. The <laughs> Robbie Ellis. Once he gets a little sniff of a way that he can make uh, any one of us or slash all of us happy, he's he, like a he goes to work. Shark in water. Just yeah. that one drop of blood ten miles away. He's like, <laughs> um, and so he whipped up a new theme song for us for our podcast, yeah. uh, and and in an inadvertently something to cheer Carl up in his hour of need. And I, 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 he sent it to me and I listened to it and it, it is, quite frankly, the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> oh my God, that's big. And, and, and I, I normally keep these things to play on the podcast and yeah. I was so enamoured with it that yeah. I couldn't help but play it for Rick. Uh, when, really? when we were overseas, and when he played it to me, we were at the yeah, we were at the airport. Yeah. More, uh, it was more, pun- all, it was more punishment for me. Oh uh, yeah, it was oh, before, before, all, it was before yeah. all the troubles, oh. we were just waiting, and he was so excited. He played it to me, and I, I, I was caught up in his enthusiasm. Normally, I'd say no, no, save it, but I was just like, no, you, you clearly want to play this for me, and I'm, I'll, I'll listen, and I did, and I tell you, I. I nearly wept. I think I did weep a, <laughs> a tear of joy after hearing it. Wow. Um, so we're going to premiere it here on yeah. this channel. Sweet. Uh, and normally I wouldn't try to big it up so much. No, no. But I, I, I don't even think you can big this up too much. No. I don't, you can't set expectations too high. I it's think it's impossible. It's fucking great. Okay. And um, so, uh, yeah, I, I think this just has to be our theme song at least for the next month. Like, <laughs> like it's that good. It's All killed right. the rotation system. Why would you play any other? Now, I, I got a message uh, from Kiki Eyebrows. <gasps> Uh, uh, saying that uh, none of our, or, uh, I don't know what we mentioned in the last episode about uh, some of our listeners being able to translate French. Yeah. Uh, and, and she said, I speak fluent French. I'm probably the best French speaker who listens to your podcast. She probably is. Wow. wow. Which is a throwdown. And then we get this from the Robbie Ellis. Yeah. Wow. And I tell you what. So uh, here's a challenge to kick your eyebrows, Honan. Translate this for us. Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> lyrics of this, uh, and uh, and and you can uh, lay claim to your fluency in French. So here it is, our new theme song from the Robbie Ellis. Here we go. Wah, 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 DJ Roby, voici un peu hip-hop français. Salut tout le monde, c'est How About Six. On l'écoute sur la bande de How About Six. La connaissance, c'est les rondes dans How About Six. Les meilleurs podcasts, c'est fondé sur How About Six. Il 
Isabella, Jesamil, come on, Isabella, Kalili, Mababa, Dede, Toga Isabella, Kiki, Lila, Constamant, Vogue Et ainsi, on rentre le courage à se trouver à Werner Herzog Hello Bienvenue au podcast How about this Cette intro est à la langue de la fleur de lys 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 Ces emboîtes d'écouter How about this How about this How about this How about How about How about How about Direct à Melbourne en Australie, motherfucker. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! We can't do theme songs anymore. Ah, you got to admit that. We can't. That's pretty like. If, uh, you, if, you're, if you're thinking about what theme song to start the podcast with, you, yeah. you, you, it's going to be hard How to go it, past that one every time. You I can't know. not do that. Our listenership's going to go through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's so catchy. And it's just, oh, my God. It's so good. I've listened to it daily. <laughs> yeah, I would listen <laughs> to that <laughs> as a good song. And I also, and it's good because it's about us. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what it says. Oh, oh my God. You get a sense of it, though. Oh, oh, I, I could have um, used that when I was being detained. Yeah. So Because he, he gave a little uh, backstory back of, of Yes, because he's got a bit of history with French hip hop as well. So what? Yeah, he uh, he was a producer at a, a, fr- a French language radio station. Oh my god! Uh, and uh, and so he produced a hip hop show, uh, and he oh. got he got into French hip hop big time. Oh yeah. man! And awesome. so he's got the roots, yeah. obviously well laid down. Yeah. So yeah. he said he knows a little bit about French hip hop, and that is, I mean, that's clear when you listen to the song. The guy understands. Oh, it, it, it's it's clearly French. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need. I want him to let us know some good French hip-hop to get into. Because yeah. it's hard. Because I don't know if I'm listening to good French hip-hop. Yeah, I just like the sound be, of it. But it could gosh. be like, you know, I'm going to punch my bitch in the face and stuff <laughs> in French. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to... I don't... Yeah. yeah. You don't right. want to be encouraging the wrong yeah. type yeah, of French hip-hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just d- foolishly liking it because it's in French. But and because it ignorant, cool. ignorant. Yeah. yeah. You don't yeah. want to do that. Yeah, no. so any recommendations from the Robbie Ellis? Oh, for sure. Who, the Robbie Ellis. Who we should be listening to French hip-hop-wise. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we're going to be listening to that theme song on a regular basis. Yeah. But yeah. Well, there's got to be more out there. And oh. he's the one to lead us in the right direction. Robbie Ellis, you genius. Thank you so much from the bottom of all our hearts. That's Ed, Ed absolutely Kelly. amazing. Ed, Ed Kelly, the musical, has to be... You and him. Oh, if we could work together, wouldn't it? You need to lay down the notes and things because you've got it in your head and stuff, and then he needs to alice it up. I got, I I got the, I I can come up with the words. Yeah, he could probably come up with better words. I don't know if he needs me. (laughs) (laughs) I could pretty much, uh, you know, I've. I've I've got the ball, ball rolling, but I could pretty much just handle over Robbie Ellis, and he could come up with a much better musical than I. I don't know. Your rhyme schemes were pretty cool. Oh, yeah. thanks, mate. I was. I I do now, keep uh, ambushing which, the damn bush. He's just <laughs> floats around my head a lot. R- uh, Rick has popped the uh, Edward Kelly a song up on our Facebook page, just as a separate little thing. Yeah. Uh, with a nice. so if, if you could share those to your personal pages, it might be a nice way to get people on board the How About This Army. Uh, so you'll find it on our Facebook page, yeah. uh, and just give it a little bit of a share because yeah, uh, it's worthwhile people hearing as a little isolated thing. Give Ed Kelly some momentum. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, and and we'll do the same with uh, Robbie Ellis's theme in a couple of weeks as well just yeah. as a little grab yeah. uh, as well. So yeah, please give it a share if you're a regular listener to the podcast. We must be close to releasing a compilation album of Surely. all the music that has been produced on Surely. How About This. We There's can't put Robbie Ellis's stuff on that because that's just going to make our stuff look shit. No, it's got to no. be on there. But you need the you need the highs and the lows. You can open the album. Peaks and troughs. Yeah, peaks you know. and troughs. You uh, need a track five after you've had a track three. That That's can be true. the title of our um of our compilation album. Yeah. How about this? Peaks and troughs. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> perfect. Uh, How would we do that? Because a lot of those songs, do we have we saved copies of them and things? You I have, have to pull them, them out of the episode. I have them all. Do you? Pretty much. All pretty right. much. There's a couple that are buried in in ep- episodes, but generally I have all of our theme songs and and uh, various songs on my hard drives. Awesome. Beautiful. We uh, should release that on iTunes and try and charge you like the money. music of How About This. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's a the lot. Dulcet um, I will give a quick summary of episode 14. Oh, yes. Uh, which was 100 episodes previous to this one. Um, and um, it started with uh, lucky numbers because it was episode 14. So oh, Carl yeah. mentioned that it was um, his lucky number. Yeah. Which, My favorite uh, number. Yes. Um, and so we had a little discussion about lucky numbers. Carl was annoyed at me because I didn't have a lucky number. Um, and so we had a little discussion about that. And I was forced to uh, come up with Pick a lucky a number. number. Uh, and I chose 72. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at the time, we were talking about how it was episode 14. Um, and so that's why we were talking about lucky numbers. And yeah. that. Uh, it would be a long time till we got to episode 72, which would be my lucky number. And yeah. by that time, I would have forgotten. Um, and and, you, and uh, we were all saying, no, we'll remember. We didn't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we forgot. episode 72 is long gone now. Yeah. I feel like we definitely didn't talk about how it was my pretend lucky number. Yeah. And that was the year of my birth, 72. Oh, yeah. And 14 is the day I was born. You on. were giving a lot of information. For an illegal alien, you are giving <laughs> a lot of information yeah. about yourself. I'm like a serial killer leaving clues. <laughs> I secretly want to be caught. So, so someone... Like uh, when you got caught, a red flag, just a light went off in the corner of their office. <laughs> they got photos of you with red string joined everywhere. It's like, we got him. Just, the guy's got a long beard and just hair because he hasn't left the room. It's just like, I got this guy. We talked about Super Predator for a little while because yes. the, um, oh, the, yeah. the, the someone had caught a huge shark. That That's had, true. Um, yeah. And so we were talking uh, again, the continuing saga of Super Predator. Uh, we were talking about the launch of Aloe. Because uh, oh, yes. was on the thing, and yeah. Carl was very optimistic about how Allo engaging. Uh, we were trying to say it seems to be it's following the, the same model as it was before it had even started. So it was when they were just talking about sending out invitations. And oh, stuff. that's right. That's so right. You're really, very exclusive. Yeah, it was yeah. exclusive. And we were talking about how this sounds a lot like Google, like how Google uh, Plus tried to play it and yeah. it all went belly up. Yeah. And, but you were you were optimistic. If that turned out to be misplaced optimism. Yeah. No, no they've, they've, they've they've transitioned. They're doing really well. Like it's it's just a place for artists and things, yeah, but they've got a, a mar- they've a got ma- a marketplace now. Yeah. They've got all these. They've got magazine. They're making a magazine. Like they sure. do all these things, and they're linking in with other organisations and they stuff. They found a niche. Yeah, they're doing for yeah. people who don't it, like lots of people. But it's not the. Um, We're just going to pause for a second because someone started a chainsaw. What the hell is going on? Hang on a second. We've got heavy machinery being operated <laughs> outside the garage. <laughs> okay, so uh, the guy across the road had. A light plane doing uh, some lawn mowing for him. <laughs> it's like it crop, crops dusting. I've never heard a lawnmower sound so strange. It was like it had one cylinder. Did you see it? I, yeah, it was. A, it looked like a normal. Normal. It, it sounded lawnmower. weird. It sounded very weird. It was insane. Modern lawnmowers, eh? It's not like back in our day when lawnmowers know. had grunt. Well, I'm just wondering if it's electric, maybe. But I even that, no, they're quieter, quieter, those things. Yeah. yeah. That was. It was insane. It was a hybrid. Anyway, so we were. Hybrid <laughs> lawnmower. Uh, uh, but we're back. We're, we're, we're lawnmower free. How'd you have uh, your summary? Did you get it completed? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, so we, we talked about Aloe for a bit. Um, oh, yeah, And yeah, then yeah. we moved into the speculation about Twin Peaks because um, uh, yes. oh, there'd just yeah. been the simultaneous tweet between David Lynch and someone else, I think. Yes. Um, and so obviously we didn't all know how that turned out. Uh, the, the new Twin Peaks stuff is on its way. Yes, but we, uh, we next we, year, early next year. But yeah. over a bunch of episodes, that was on, off, on, off. Yeah, yeah. They, oh, they played a funny old oh, game, didn't they, with tense. Twin Peaks. Tense like Twin Peaks is. Um, we talked about... 
about how different cultures see images in different ways. Carl oh, um, oh, discovered right. some science, yeah. um, and we 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 skirted the edge of racism. But I don't think we ever really <laughs> we really dived in the pool of racism. I think we dealt with the subject quite well. I think we did, and you probably dove oh, yeah, straight I'm in. Terrible. You're I'm all, terrible. You were all I mean, over. That's it. to be expected. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was light for you. You were skirting yeah, the edge for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Carl also <laughs> brought in a Would You Rather. Oh, did uh, I? Were they still going? Would you... Um, yeah, yeah. it was only episode 14. Yeah, we didn't get sick of those till episode like 15. Yeah, <laughs> 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 um, it, was, um, it was Would You Rather Be the Tallest Person in the World or the Smallest Person in the World. Oh. We talked about that. And that led into Jason's tangent about him meeting the tallest person in the world yes. at Expo 88. That's right. Um, and urinating in the same room as That's the tallest right. man in the world. Yeah. Um, great anecdotes to be had there. <laughs> um, and we did episode two of Smash Cuts, um, oh. which was a fantastic. Excellent. And then we finished with a, it was a, like a question, like what would you have for your uh, final dinner on death row? Oh, um, right. Which was a fascinating right. conversation. Mm. Uh, so yeah, that was uh, the gist Tasty. of episode 14. It was a lovely little episode. Check it out. Don't be afraid to go back into the back catalogue and remember a time when we didn't have awesome French hip hop theme songs. Uh, and uh, <laughs> we also, uh, yeah, so We've got a bunch of questions from the world on various things. While you're doing that, I just want to uh, give a shout out. Uh, while Rick and I were overseas, living it up, uh, being free people of the <laughs> world. Carlos, <laughs> at last. <laughs> we, uh, we got invited uh, out of Auckland, yeah. across a bay, oh. to uh, a little place called Waiheke Island. Waiheke Island. And uh, it's paradise, a beautiful island paradise, just outside of Auckland. We caught a ferry across, just which was a great adventure. Just half an hour across. It was so easy, it's practically... Practically in Auckland. And uh, we, we got uh, invited to uh, play a show that evening. It was the last show. They do a show once a month there, improv and stand-up. Serendipitous. And it was the nicest one bunch of people yep. ever. Two little theatre around. Oh, it, was, it was great. It had rakes sitting in the back, little what? cabaret things on the awesome. floor. Beautiful stage. Uh, yeah, beautiful stage. Uh, had beautiful Indian food right next door to the, yeah. <laughs> the theatre. Everything you could ever want. It was great. Lovely beer. And and we had a great show. How, um, how big's the island? Oh, it's quite big. Yeah, it's quite big. You can drive. I drive think around I was saying there's a population of eight thousand or something. Yeah, on okay. The island. So not like it's, it's big, but like yeah, 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 yeah. It's probably like, like a Phillip Island. You're like Phillip Island. Yeah. yeah, let's say Phillip Island. And is it is um, Auckland the closest place to it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Closest big place. So it's half an hour away. By yeah, boat you to can the commute thing. it easily. Yeah, but that's still a distance. Like in yeah. terms of it, that's wow, that's awesome. And uh, yeah, it was a beautiful place, lovely peeps. And so just a, a shout out. Hopefully, some of those guys are uh, tuning into the podcast now. Thanks for having us. Yeah, uh, we'll be back sometime. We might even bring Carl if he's allowed. Uh, I should be allowed <laughs> once I get out of jail. So you need a way way hickey visa as well if you're going to one of those. God damn it! Uh, okay, we got a bunch of stuff on the uh, on the Facebook. Yes. Really? Um, uh, let's just start with a simple one from Danny Ginsburg. Ginsburg, I'm Good so place. sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, Danny Ginsburg, um, he wants to know what our rapper names would be, and he's guessing that Carl's is Detainee. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Everything you say from this point on is the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> you got a free ride. You got a free pass with Carl. That is so. That is actually really cool. I like okay, it. You're going with Detainee. Yeah, but it has well, to be D. Yeah, and then and then uh, uh, maybe put Taint Detainee in there. <laughs> God, get away. <laughs> taint is you one of those it. Taint is one of those words that I don't know the meaning of, but I know it's not good. You feel it's not right. It's n- yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's never a good word to slip in yeah. if you're not sure yep. what, what it means. I ruined it. 
I, I know what to taint something means, like to yeah. make it worse. But yeah. you feel like the modern this, take but on there's it. There's like a yeah. sexual version or something. Yeah, of it or and, something. The, and you're not 100 percent across the it's imagery. Like the rusty so trombone or something. No, 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 it's, no. It's not an act. It's a part of your body. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is it the bit between your balls and your anus? Yeah. That's okay. Why do they call it that? <laughs> well, yeah, that's a lot easier. Because <laughs> yeah, taint or the bit between your balls and your anus. I just like, call it the perineum. Yeah, right. give it the sensible, adequate, um, completely biological name, scientific right. name. Taint. Come on, people, stop trying to be clever. Is it because of taint here nor there? Taint here nor there? Uh, like I it's in like between it. both? Uh, yeah, oh, that's Carl, it. You've, you've, that's you've where come Do you from. like it more or less now? Carl is our urban off. dictionary. <laughs> um, that's good. Mine was always KMC because they're my initials, but also right. M- because of the MC. Yeah, because it's got an MC in it, so it's like yeah. double down. Yeah. It's applicable on many levels. KMC, yo, but I do like detainee. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I've always kind of gone with uh, J-Dog. Yeah, yeah. J-Dog. Uh, You've also been JG, so but yeah. we're just sticking to our yeah. initials at the moment. And I'm RB. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're Ricky B for me. I, no, I've got, I don't know, I, I've got a lot of uh, scope with Rick. I, I feel like it, yeah. it lends itself. So I could be Tricky B. Tricky B, nice. Um, Rick Explosive, of course, oh, which is the name I yeah. use online. Colossus is yeah. my other one. Yeah. Yeah. Colossus is a yeah. good name. I like yeah. that one. Um, so yeah, I feel like I could probably workshop a pretty good name. But I'll, okay, actually, just having heard it out loud, I like Tricky B. J Dog's my I MC like name. Yeah, okay. my DJ name, a la Tiestro and the, and those sort oh, of yeah. things, would be Chaos Geary. Chaos Geary. Yeah, yeah. Chaos Geary. Well, I yeah. like Chaos Theory. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. That is good. That is really good. You're really good at figuring things out today, <laughs> Carl. I've had to figure a lot out in the last few days. <laughs> got my place in the universe. Your administratively, your administrative mind is sharp yeah. right yeah. now. If it I ever did a solo hand. comedy show too, that's what I call it. Chaos, Chaos Gary. Chaos Gary. Yeah. I love it. You should do a solo show just, just so we can that. have it that. That's what Will Anderson does. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's good. So you're Chaos Geary when you're when on I'm the, on yeah, the decks. like yeah, when I'm on the decks on the ones and twos, yeah. filling uh, stadiums. But and when you're on out. the mic, you're J Dog. Yeah. J Dog. And so you're, K- you're going with KMC as a, when you're on the mic because it's got the MC. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. about when you're on the decks? I think Carlosis. Carlosis, yeah, that yeah. works. Because yeah, yeah. there's that kind of God thing when you're a DJ. Yeah. Like it's you on a platform, thousands yeah. of people. And it's, yeah. It's it all adds you. up. Yeah. It all adds just up. like Kanye has been <laughs> shooting for 2020, just standing over people on a platform, lecturing for hours. Oh, and didn't he get checked into a mental thing? Because I think he just flipped out. Right. Like he just stopped the concert and just berated people and went on a crazy rant went on a whole rant about Beyonce and stuff and really which is probably not good if you're friends with Jay-Z and yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. just I think he's losing it right. he's got a thin grasp yep of reality. he's walked a fine line I think he's been channeling the dark energies yeah, um, yeah. you know because he's been using this persona which is very confrontational yeah. and is very big up myself yeah everyone else know it you know what I mean so uh, and I think it probably started as a persona and as, an, as a market a marketable tool yeah but I think once you channel into that it, it's a hard thing to control and I think that's what he's discovering yeah. he's crossed um, he's the undercover agent that's gone too far. Yeah, and he's, because he's, he's um, because his persona has been sort of setting himself aside and saying that no one no one else can touch him, and um, uh, uh, it's uh, from what I understand, the, the problem that he's having psychologically is that he's worried that everyone's out to get him. Yeah, and oh, I think that's right. just the byproduct of setting yourself up on this. Um, yeah, as a yeah. so you naturally are going to feel like that because that's the persona you you've established for yourself. So I, I think. 
He's just he's he, the mask that he's been wearing right. has fused with himself, and yeah. he no he can no longer control it. That's hilarious because for the first part of the concert we saw, he, he wore a mask. mask yeah, up yeah, for yeah a long he totally time. did. But also, if you can hover yourself on a platform over thousands yeah. of people nightly, yeah. uh, uh, you're going to start getting a bit of a skewed sense of reality. Yeah. I'm sure. But it's yeah. also he. Had, I think he had to take on that persona because I think Jay Z, when he talks about selling, you know, cocaine and all that sort of stuff, he did all that. Yeah. yeah. Whereas. Kanye was just like a middle class kid. Yeah, yeah. Like he didn't have a bad upbringing and yeah. things. Like I think he had a pretty normal upbringing. Went to a good school and stuff. Like, you know, he was just the guy that started making beats for people yeah. and things. And then he wanted to start rapping. So now he's had to invent this Kanye, yeah. who's this kind of godlike figure. And yeah, that's what it's I, mean. all, I think it's yeah. started think as a It's like yeah, the guy totally. who comes up and interrupts Taylor Swift, but yeah. just doesn't yeah. give a shit, you know? Yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Um, and so I think it started as that. And now it's just, he no longer knows what's Because Jay Z's just being Jay Z, man. Yeah. He's just like, this. <laughs> he's a dealer who's made good. It's a lot easier if your persona is. Just is rooted you. in truth. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, back to the back to our thing. We need um, best and worst green room experience uh, from Vaughn Kraholi. Uh, there's been a, a bit of pushback as a, as a from side the Robbie Ellis. The Robbie Ellis uh, uh, on this um, has said, "I honestly thought, yeah, because he's seen Vaughn's name on the Facebook. I honestly thought your name must be Crowley or Crowley." Um, since uh, how do they get to Kraholi out of your name, which is spelled C-R-O-L-E, as anyone <laughs> on our Facebook page would see. Yeah. And um, I would say, look, this has just been an evolution. When yeah. You, uh, if you're mispronouncing names, I don't see how you can be mispronouncing them wrong. No, um, the that's f- the thing. You're mispronouncing <laughs> them. I, I can't see how I could be getting mispronunciation right or wrong. <laughs> if I'm saying it wrong, then I'm saying it wrong. Yeah. Um, but I will say, um, I think you have exposed probably something that I have been skirting around, which we have talked a little yeah, bit Yeah, we on. talked about it a little bit. No, but this is one of those names where I'm probably not 100% sure how you actually ah. say the name, yeah. uh, C-R-O-L-E. So I think it's one of those names where I would probably think it's either Kroll. I'd say Kroll. Or, or Crowley. Right. Um, like, um, and so I'm probably not 100 percent sure, and so I probably was, was splitting the difference yeah. in the right. middle there. And I think it pr- pr- so I probably was saying Crowley um, <laughs> in in that ambivalent way where you're not committing either way. Yeah. Like I'm saying Crowley, but not like because I actually think that's how you say it. <laughs> um, and I, but I think that just evolved into Crowley. Yeah. I, but um, that really was just uh, evolution of yeah. natural mispronunciation. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I think that's how it all began. And uh, truth be told, I don't want to know how to pronounce it. I feel like if I ever know how you actually pronounce his name, you that's going to change me that's as a person. It. Yeah. yeah. That's but it's also there's been a bit of stuff on Facebook about people saying you don't say my name in a funny way and stuff. Yeah, so like uh, Mim Carville has um uh, ch- chipped in Carville. I yeah, feel like we have I Carville. feel like we say Carville. 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 We give it a little bit of spice. Maybe it's not enough for him. Maybe I need Carville. to evolve. But he also gave us options, which he gave us an option like my favorite is this. That's like asking for a nickname in yeah. my book. So I, th- 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 he's guys, never going to get called that. Yeah, guys, <laughs> people <laughs> often call me Mimion Cavier. Ca- uh, yeah. Um. So and we are definitely not calling you that. Never. We will um, never. We will find a, a, a evolution. Of your name, yeah. <laughs> just a natural evolution. <laughs> it's I like that. Mm, my, my teeth nearly flew out of my mouth. Then I, so, <laughs> that, that was a tough one to say. You pulled the weirdest face because I can't see your mouth because the microphone's yeah. covering no, it. I saw, I saw them bounce off the fluff and back <laughs> it was, into his it mouth. It was me trying to keep my teeth in my mouth. 
Long story, guys. Long story. Um, uh, but anyone, best and worst uh, green wor- green room experiences. Well, if best and or worst. The worst is when there is no green room and you're in a hallway. That's common. Uh, or or a uh, under a staircase or that's in true. the storeroom where there's. We did. We're in a cool room for a bar mitzvah that we did oh, years ago. <laughs> with and we were crammed in there in a cool room with a fucking band. Yes. With instruments and things. Yeah. For hours. Yeah. Yes. Um, it was not good. I was worried about the oxygen running out. There are many reasons, uh, as improvisers, why you should think twice about performing at bar mitzvahs. Yes. yes. Um, that was just one of them. <laughs> 13-year-old kids hopped up on sugar. Yep. So much sugar. <laughs> and adults just getting real drunk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, Carl was reminding me the, uh, the other day um, uh, about a bad green room experience yeah. we had uh, at Manchester Lane in the city. Yeah. Uh, where we were hosts of a cabaret night, uh, which was all good. The venue was nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the green room was spacious. I mean, it was, it it was good. Great. It had couches to sit on. But <sighs> unfortunately, <laughs> this green room... Had a large pipe that traversed uh, the wall and ceiling, uh, quite quite a sizable pipe, and that was, became quite clear was the sewage pipe. Yep, that was where all the poop uh, from uh, I feel like buildings far and wide were travelling through that pipe, and I don't. I feel like no one had thought to smell-proof that pipe yeah. in any <laughs> tangible way. Uh, and so as you would sit in that green room, you would get uh, an aroma that oh. you can imagine was tainted in many ways, <laughs> in all senses of the word. It stunk like shit. Yeah. <laughs> it did. But do you know what I liked about that? What? We did get used to it after a point. Yeah, you, and I, it was big, and it was just only the two of us, because that was a, that show had a big cast. In some we, ways, it was Carl's perfect green room. It was his best and worst green room. We got to we got to we chose to be in the shit smelling room rather than be down the other end where all the other people were in the other rooms, because they were so freaked out about the show. Like the hosts, who were great people, great performers, they used to go over the banter, well, rehearse their banter, and my wife was there trying to get all her stuff together, and everyone was nervous. So we, rather than be around that as improvisers, we we're like, we'll just going to go out and make it up we would we chose the shit smelling room right so Just, rather so than can't de- be left alone yeah rather than would deal you with rather, rather than have to deal with the people but you were like that as well like oh, you came you, the poop. you came with me as well yeah yeah because they were like, this is the energy. You go backstage and their energy was just like, because yeah. like, I had to remember songs and choreography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that, you know, you know, it's a different, it's a very different energy for people who are performing scripted stuff yeah. to people who are improvising. There's a different mindset you need to get into. And so it's, yeah. it's not like they annoyed us as people. It's just that they're no, going through no. a different process than we are. Very much. And, um, and, and Carl, it was interrupting his mind space to be around that scripted, got to remember my lines, got to get into this persona kind of energy. Yep. He needed the more laid back surround yourself in poop energy yeah uh, and we had the perfect place for that I think it worked <laughs> my best green room things are, are, are stuff like from when I was doing Tonight Show with Sean McAuliffe on Channel ah. 9 and that green room was just full of Celebrities, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. It's <laughs> like full of full of bands, like a uh, placebo and things. Drop some more names. Drop some names for us. Oh yeah, drop some names. Who was it? Delta Goodrum, oh, Danny DG. Minogue. Uh, closest I've ever gotten to a Minogue. <laughs> it was the wrong one, but she was <laughs> she was lovely. She, her face didn't move though. Doesn't but uh, the best the best experience was one night we had uh, M- uh, Michael McKean on, uh, oh, who was on cool. Spinal Tap yeah, and uh, yeah. all those sort of things, and and he was so lovely to talk to. The, the vibe in the green room was always really nice. Mm. Everyone was happy to chat, happy to talk. So those kind of things, and that happens in other gigs as well. We might be doing a corporate gig, like we we did. Uh, years and years ago, did uh, a corporate gig in Adelaide, and we had a green room, and uh, Adam Gilchrist was speaking there. So oh, he was, cool. and so it's just times where you kind of turn up to work, and then 
they were just cool people there. Yeah, and yeah. they're not. There's no pretense. Everyone's kind of just chilling. Uh, so it's easy to chat and talk. And yeah, it's re- mm. really nice. Those are the best ones for me. My yeah, favorite, the- my favorite green room experiences. Thinking about it, are uh, when I'm doing impro shows that um, involve costume, like mm. they're like oh. costumed ones. There's yeah, something yeah. about it because we're so used to doing imp- impro. Um, and improv shows where we turn up and we're just in a, like our smart casual clothes, like you're just in like normal clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and you do a th- um, thousands of those kind of shows, and then every now and then someone y- you'll do a show where everyone you know you have to dress, dress as gypsies or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, there's yeah. been different formats, and um, there's there's just a different vibe when we do Euro Eurovision yeah, at yeah. the Butterfly Club where we have to dress up in Eurovision costumes, yeah. and there's just a different excitement in the green room mm. where the improvisers get to get dressed up. Yeah, um, it's our chance to engage in costume and makeup, and everyone's just so giddy and excited because <laughs> you've got the you've got the um, excitement of um. You, that you're making it up, so there's yeah, that yeah. vibe, which is always uh, around in in backstage at impro shows. But then there's the added excitement of having costumes and and makeup and looking at yourself in the mirror and everyone yeah. looks funny, and it's just up a notch. And I'm always so happy when we're doing costumed impro. Yeah, I just like the ones where you turn up to things and they've just set up a nice room for you. <laughs> yeah, because like, sometimes you do get stuck under the stairs and things. So, yeah. and often now because we work with kind of some big organisations, they're, they're they give you a lovely room, yeah. Yep. You know, and they'll have food there, and they'll come and they'll ask, and they'll take orders for you, and oh. they'll go get your coffee and stuff. And it's like, oh, that's nice. The last one, they'll uh, organize your visas. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. The last year, uh, earlier this year, I did a, a horrible gig. Rick was there, and Emily Taylor, and I was, it was just watching. It was the worst. It was the worst gig. Wasn't ever. I at that? Oh no, I, I was, didn't do that second no, no, one. I didn't did the do first that one. night. It was a four night gig. Yeah, uh, and it was uh, for a permanent residence only. Uh, that's right. <laughs> we weren't allowed in. We I got to the first one, and they were like. Uh, no, 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 no. And uh, uh, ironically, at the first one, you were playing an Australian and uh, like an Ockery Australian That's dressed in a true. flannel. Then no wonder they, no wonder it didn't ring true. Yeah. Oh, I was so uncomfortable that <laughs> night, and now it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, this screen reader at the casino because it was a big event at the awards night at the casino that went for far too long, and it was it was. Horrific. And it, <laughs> anyway, um, the woman who ran the green room backstage runs the green room for everything back there. So right. she was getting us food and stuff. And she was so excited to see my little face. <laughs> she was like, she's like, I've served like people, people, people from all places. around the world. Ricky Martin. Like I've said, but I'm so excited to see you. <laughs> she was, she was so excited she every was time I walked in. And it was so, so cute. It was really, really lovely. That's awesome. <laughs> and I kind of needed it that <laughs> night as well. Yeah, definitely. Because I was just like, Her oh. kindness was appreciated. Yeah, yeah, it really, really was. So I guess my, yeah, my nice green rooms are ones with lovely people in them. Who are kind and easy to talk to, which improv's full with all the time. Yeah. Did we have a leftover uh, Snapchat question? Oh yes, you were saying. Yeah, but we're on an hour. It might be a big long. Let's give it a crack. All Let's right, give okay. it a crack. Um, it was, and I, if you sent this to me because of the way Snapchat works, it disappeared, and I didn't take a screenshot of it. I can't remember who sent it to me. Um, it was, what is your superpower? Like a real life superpower, right. you know, well, like something you, you can do. Might be? Yeah, like something you can do that other people. Sure, and we'll answer that question in part three of episode one one four. Welcome to episode one one uh, part three of episode one one four, where we answer. It's a very short part where we answer the Snapchat question: What is your real life superpower? Nice. Um, I've always thought my superpower is the ability to perceive what's going on in situations. Oh. I always feel like in in most situations, in conversations, in situations, I'm I'm the one who is aware 
of when there's been a misunderstanding, like yes. two people are discussing something, and, and I know, oh no, you think this person said it means yep. this, but they think that they mean this, and that's where this confusion is. And I always feel like I can see that playing out, whereas other people. Um, in, in different situations, and so I've always felt like I'm not. For some reason, I'm able to see things quite clearly in, yeah. in, in these situations. I'm I'm perceptive, um, and so I feel like that might be my superpower. I'm just I am perceptive, man. I yeah. would, I definitely go with that. Like I, I go with that too because there are points. If I hear information about something, and I sh- like I struggle orally with mm-hmm. things, um, with instructions and things, I'll often turn to you yeah. to get clarity around something. Yeah, and I can often sense where the disconnect is. Like yeah, for some reason yeah, in situations, and so I'll know why you're confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know straight away. And, and, and it's I, like oh, Carl. <laughs> and, and I'm the same, but with rage. <laughs> like when I get angry, Rick is often the voice of reason. Like no, it's just this. Calm down. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, I've, yep. Like, I, I often turn to, like, I know playing a game for the first time, like, I have really good tactics once I understand something. But if I'm playing something for the first time, I'm like, I'm checking often in with you about, well, what's that? What does that mean? What is this? And stuff. Cause you, you have a, you're across it. Yeah. Hearing it first time. So I definitely go with that as a superpower for you. Yeah, yeah. So I'm often aware of social faux pas and, and, and misunderstandings mm-hmm. and, and what people are actually trying to say. When they're saying, like, I can often read the subtext in situations, like, you're saying this because you want to convey this, and so I can see that. Um, And so I'm all, like, passive-aggressive people are great. I can (laughs) see it all playing out. Uh, yeah, so that's painful sometimes as well. Like, for you to, like, say something and you to go, no, 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 blah, 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 and it's like... I hate you, Rick Brown. <laughs> oh, fuck, you're right. Fuck it. Damn. <laughs> like it hurts sometimes, but then you think about it and you go, yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, I so should have organised my thing earlier. That's my real you're life right. superpower. <laughs> um, that's good. That's yeah. a good superpower. Yeah. And I knew that because I'm quite perceptive. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else? Anyone uh, else got a real life superpower? I've, I've got, I think I have two competing uh, oh. superpowers. Yeah. Right. Uh, I one, know what you mean by that. One... one <laughs> One is rage. Yes, I think I, I think my ability to go from zero to sixty with rage sometimes. I'm going to uh, stop you there. Yeah, a hundred. Uh, zero <laughs> to a hundred with rage yep. is is sometimes a, a good superpower to have. Yeah, and like the Hulk, sometimes a bad superpower to have. Yeah, but it is a superpower. Yeah, uh, and, and so like for example, the other day, and I caught myself in my own rage loop the other day. <laughs> it's well documented on this podcast that uh, massage chairs in public places, those black ones, yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. you put <laughs> coins in, yep. right? I don't like people using them yeah. in public yeah. because I don't like the faces they make. You don't want to see that personal face. <laughs> I don't want to see that. Really? That's we an talk, alone yeah, face. We, we talked about this, how there should be some sort of screen. Oh, yeah. It should yeah, be a right. more private That's encounter for true. you and yeah. for the people around you. I don't mind that you're getting a, a massage, but... If you're making sex faces yeah. in public, like, oh, oh, you're getting oh, right in we, there. We also Shut talked you. about if you make them too private, they're going to be abused. Like, yeah. it's just going oh, to yeah. They're going to come sex dens. Yeah. Um, I worked in a shop Yeah, that had that sort of stuff. So it's a fine line. Yeah. yeah. It's a, and so, I, I, you know, I, I, I don't like seeing people use it. Yeah. However, mm. I also don't like yes. people just fucking sitting on them yes. and not, not using, using them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shame on you. And yeah. so the other day, there was someone just sitting there uh, waiting for a coffee yeah. and not using it. And I got really angry and then I'm like, 
but I don't like people using it yeah. at all. <laughs> and I got in this rage loop of like, I don't know what, what part of my rage is correct anymore. Yeah. Oh, God. <sighs> so basically Jason's utopia is just uh, empty massage chairs. Em- they're em- there, but, but no one's sitting in them. No one's sitting in them. You know how you, you play stories out in your head sometimes? When I thought I was going to New Zealand, I thought I would get one of, do one of those chairs. Yeah. I wouldn't do them by myself, but if, if we're all sitting We went there. through a period, you and I, of, of, doing them. of deliberately using those yeah, chairs. Yeah. Uh, possibly. Just a shit Jason. I oh, think so. Oh. Oh, I'm calming. Oh. I'm calming. Oh, it's ma- right in my taint. Oh. <laughs> Try my chair, Rick. Um, but I played out a story in my head going, oh, I think I might do one of those massages. Why don't there's someone sitting there, but they're not using it? And then having this fake argument in my oh. head about it. None of that happened because I didn't Excuse me, sir. Excuse <laughs> Uh, yeah, you so, singing so I think uh, I, I think that r- rage is part of it, but I also think to counterpoint that yeah. that charm is uh, uh, a superpower yes. that I have. You yes, can be quite charming. I, I, can, I can get away with it a little bit, particularly on stage with with an audience, yeah. uh, and, and, and kind of win them over. Maybe a little less in life, but <laughs> uh, but I you're with an audience, I can kind of get away with a little bit more. Oh, you can get away with a lot, and and uh, and they're like, oh, allow it. Yeah. I, I reckon the three of us, we, I mean, different versions of that, but yeah. I reckon we could almost claim that, the three of us. Like, I know I've gotten away with bullshit before on stage. Yeah. I remember getting, like, through a competition thing, performing shit, but the audience scores you and turning to Liam Amor going, why the fuck am I still here? <laughs> and he's like, it's just charm. It's just, yeah. pop- it's just yeah. a popularity vote. <laughs> it's like, my work is shit. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I have the ability to kind of read a room yeah. and be able to play to that yeah, a yeah. little bit as oh, well. Yeah, so, sure. uh, And I think that that both those things are sy- symbiotic. Yeah. You know? So I think one has uh, the, the rage stuff has made me go, all right, I need to counteract that <laughs> when I can. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, so I, I think I have those two powers inside me. I think, I don't know, I've read conflicting things about rage, but I th- one of them is that that flare rage that goes bang and then goes away is actually better than just stewing. Right. Yeah. So if it can burn bright and then go yeah. away, that can be better. Much less stomach ulcers Mag- for Mister <laughs> Jay. Yeah, 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 for the yeah. J doll. Because the other thing is, if it if it burns really high, really quick, mm. it's unsustainable because it, you will literally die at yeah. some yeah. point. So I think that fact, the fact of that, means that it's better for you. Science. Yeah. So yeah, that is a superpower. What's your superpower? Carl? My superpower is I'm I glad ha- you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, is Not being able admin. to stay in the country. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, mine. I have zero control over it's it. Blind but, optimism. Um, I can. <laughs> Border control is just... It's not like they keep records, right? (laughs) One of the things that my mental thing is delusions of grandeur. Like, it's like, I can't... You can't touch me! I'm above the law! (laughs) Those rules are for other people! (laughs) No! You've got it wrong, sir! KMC in the house. (laughs) No, no, that would be Colossus. Oh, Colossus, yeah, yeah. I am Colossus! (laughs) Get your hands off me! I know you could kill. Uh, no, mine is, and I have zero control over it, is that I can slow down time. Like I can, and I didn't oh, know, I've experienced this all through my life and I never knew what it. it was until I read an article that led me to a book called Rise of the Supermen, which is, wow. it's a, like it's a flow state. Yeah. Like, and so I've experienced them at different time lengths and the more that I've experienced, the slower, the, the, the less slow down time is. Mm. So like I played a whole game of hockey in a, 
in like basically in slow motion where I just, I scored five goals. Like, cause you could see everything playing out. Yeah, people were walking was, in slow motion. And, people, and, and like, it was kind of, everyone was moving normally just a little bit slower, but I'd have the ball and I would just be going, I go here, I go here. Yeah. Okay, and then there's the, there's the goal and I put the ball there and stuff. And afterwards everyone was like, that's the greatest game ever. And it was like, it felt like I was playing kids. Like, yeah. so when cricketers say, oh, you know, I've seen the, the ball like a basketball and yeah. things like that. Like, I think that's part of it. They're in the flow state. And then it gets... The shorter the time period and the more intense the situation, the slower things go. Yeah. And I get like I think I was in a flow state the other day at the airport. Like it's like this is really bad. Like yeah, they're yeah. telling me it's really bad. Shut and it I was down. so calm. That yeah. explains why we got so few texts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to Carly texted right after we was <laughs> like, no. So and the other thing is like I wake up the next day like fucked, like just exhausted. So it takes it yeah. out of you. Yeah, yeah. It's like that thing so of you impro dr- where you're talking about impro and ecstasy and things like and drugs and stuff. It's like taking stuff. Yeah. From the, and so when I was reading this book, it's like when it happens, yeah. after it happens, it's like every drug you've ever had releasing all the good things in your brain at exactly the same time. And so the more intense it is. So I remember there was a car accident across the road from me when I lived on Dandenong Road that was fucked up, like bad. And I wasn't the first person there, but I remember getting across in about 20 seconds with towels that I don't remember grabbing. And just people were like fucking, "Ah, ah," and I just, and I don't do this normally, but I just took control. Like I'm like, so I shut the road down. I shut Dandenong Road down. I got people to do that. (laughs) People trying to pull people out of the car. And it's like, these people are fucked up. And I'm like, don't touch them. And it was at late 90s, so it's like, who has a mobile phone? Yeah. Call an ambulance. Like, I'm just doing it all. Wow. Police turn up and I'm like, okay, I'm like the cop Hello, going, officer. Who's, yeah, who's bang, in, bang. Who's the superior own. officer in this situation? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm listing everything that's happened. I think I'm pretty sure he fell asleep at the wheel. And they're like, what? And I was like, there's no skid marks and stuff. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> You've assessed the crime like, scene. But it's not like I'm thinking about it. I just know this stuff. <laughs> it's, not, it's not CSI. It's KSI. And I know that the person's got a He's spinal He's driving injury. a late model Toyota Camry. Uh, <laughs> well, I know that stuff anyway. <laughs> but it's like I knew all the stuff. And they said, can you hang around? We want to talk to you a bit more afterwards and stuff. Absolutely but I remember awesome. at one point the Give driver opened his mouth to say something and like just this goopy, thick, like honey, yeah. blood came out of his mouth. He's got stuff. a perforation in his stomach, so <laughs> his bile has... But I'm like cleaning him up and talking to him. I'm keeping him conscious and stuff. And then afterwards they're talking to me, getting some more information and things. And then they go, have you ever thought about being a cop? <laughs> like, I was like, like, yeah, I have. Yeah. Now I'm like, well, I'm not really supposed to be in the country. <laughs> uh, I'd have to arrest myself. And then the most extreme version used to happen, happen when I played hockey. Like on a short corner, someone flicks the ball out from the baseline. Yeah. Someone at the top of the D stops it. Another guy hits it or flicks it into the net. <laughs> top Mo- of the D. <laughs> I know. All these sports that have a D in them used to, have, used to mean nothing. It's fine. Because the rise of the D is being uh, it's like a, a comedy experience. For yeah. um for the, the nether regions. Yeah. Is, is is recent, isn't it? Yeah. It is, it, yeah, it is. yeah. But, but top of the D sounds funny though. It does. But for all for years it's just meant the, the top of that part of the playing field. Sorry, so you're that, playing with the top of the D. Yes. Uh, and so <laughs> my painted? job was as soon as the guy flicks the ball from the baseline, to run straight at the goalkeeper. Flicking the D. To sort of get into his field of view from the top of the D. <laughs> yeah. Um to, to to obscure his view. Uh, and so basically the guy, we'd have the biggest, strongest guy hit the ball, trying mm. to hit it into the net while all the defenders are running at him yep. um, or flick it. So I, you get hit by the ball, like yeah. full power. Mm. So if they hit it along the ground, you know, it'd get you in the leg or something and you're out for the game basically. Yep. Or I've got ones flicked, not into the square in the back of my head, but to the side. So it's intensely mm. dangerous and stupid. And keep, so an intense situation. Keep getting balls my face from the top of the D. <laughs> <laughs> well played. <laughs> um, 
but what would happen? And the, the goalkeeper would have like high density foam pads. So often, mm. if the ball didn't hit you and it hit the pads, it came back at you just mm. as quickly. Yep. And so, if the ball was in dispute, it would be like ah, oh, and everyone chopping sticks and all this sort of stuff. If I got the ball on the end of my stick, it's like someone just pressed pause mm. and everyone froze. And all the color would go up, would wash away. Holy shit. Or it'd be like someone had turned the sound down. Like so it really I, is like a scene from X-Men. Yeah, I yeah. could yeah, like the um like that Quicksilver yeah, yeah. scene. It's literally like that. Yeah. Everything just stops and I don't know where I I don't know that the stick is in my hand. Yeah. I don't know where I'm holding the stick, like where I end and the stick begins. Yeah. Um I know the ball is on the end of my stick, but I don't know what's there. Yeah. The only thing that I can see that's in colour is just this bl- bright glowing spot in the net yeah. where the ball what? needs to go. What? <laughs> and every time this would happen, and it happened quite a lot, yeah. I just put the ball there. And that might be on the ground sometimes, it might be in the air sometimes, and I never fail to score a goal the, when it happened. The interesting thing is that we've talked about uh, superpowers um, sort of in the abstract. Yes. I think Carl actually has, has superpowers. real life. I think that's... I think it's a real life superpower. It's pretty like not even like joking I think around. I think, I think your DJ name should should be Quicksilver. <laughs> I think you are actually, uh, but it's pretty common. Like it's a, it's a, like how a, common that is. If it's if you're in, in extreme situations, it happens to people, sure. sort of thing. So that's why. Yeah, I'm sure it is. But I th- and this is what this is what the superpower it is. This thing that happens in the very rare, very yeah, yeah. unusual circumstances. Yeah. Uh, for some uh, people, I think you're able to draw on a lot more regularly, and in because I don't know if uh, scoring goals in hockey is a life and death situation. It as is when such. the biggest guy in the team is smashing a ball at you, sure. like, and right. there's a really good chance you're going to get really hurt. Because okay. like now, when they play hockey, the people defending the short corners put face masks on and and guard and other guards. I to guess it could themselves. be this could be tying in with how you're more sus- you're more. Um, I guess you go into crisis uh, state. Yeah, more yeah. easier than say Jason yeah. Hyde, like on airplanes and blah blah blah. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. You're, so you're you are able to you flip into that state a lot more readily than uh, and so maybe oh, that's definitely. why you're able. Maybe yeah, that's yeah. why you're able to draw on this. Uh, I'm, I'm hyper vigilant. Like yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm um, so maybe th- and that's what gives you that superpower. So, or, or maybe that all ties in. Like you, that's the curse of your power is that you are in crisis mode a lot more readily, a lot more easily. Oh but, yeah, yeah. But being being in that mode allows you to draw on this superpower. Which I gotta say sounds fucking cool. Yeah. Well, because the other thing, once you score, like once I'd score the goal, he collapsed like, in a heap. No, no, uh, it's the opposite. That's when everything kicks in, right. and it's like the best feeling yeah, yeah. you've ever. Had. It's hour, better than anything. But then an hour after the game, you just you're like, like, oh, you're like, like, like you, you're come down yeah. from those games is even worse. It's like someone's like, got the volume on the stereo and just gone whoop. Yeah. Like, like the sound goes. A, a good improv show as well, like yeah. when you're in the flow state in improv. Yeah. yeah, and we've definitely been in. Fl- I know I've been in flow states in improv. It's not as intense because it's spread over an hour. But I know there's that where particularly you two where we're working and it's like this is effortless yeah, everything and it's makes the sense the thing. offers are easy it's just basic simple good stuff but we're doing these amazing things yeah. like yeah yeah cool I'm like, well this is good stuff um we learned a lot about superpowers we, we learned did. a lot about each other and we learned a lot about hockey which is great um oh, so, uh, so if you want to pin any sort of crime on anyone uh <laughs> carl's your man uh you, <laughs> you could frame him he's gonna go down real easy at the moment uh, so that's my challenge to you. Yeah, <laughs> let's see if we can't get Carl deported by next episode. Miriam's Miriam's been joking for years. Like you've got to become an Australian citizen because if if you like, I don't want you to get deported if you do something stupid. And I'm like, that'd be fine. They're not going to deport me. But the thing was, if I did something stupid, I'd yeah, you literally deported. would get deported. <laughs> wow. So all her words. And they don't fuck around true. with that these days either. No, like, fuck no. no. Probably twenty years ago, you might have been like, you'll be right. Oh but yeah, I think these days, like, get the fuck out. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Awesome. Well, cool. thanks, guys. I really enjoyed uh, part three of episode 114. Oh, yeah, no, right. We've all got our powers. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, post your powers up onto the uh, Facebook page. Obviously, the Robbie Ellis's power is creating genius works of music. Yep. Yes. Uh, that will be opening our podcast for the next month at least. Thanks again for that. If you have any uh, input, any uh, songs, anything you want to put together, uh, please pop it up on our Facebook page. Thanks for listening. Tell a friend. Tell several. Um, uh, Tell to your jump mom. on board. Tell your mum. She'd yeah. really enjoy it. Mums are all over this. Or guardian. Yeah. Yeah, it's legal guardian. True. Oh, it's a, your mums. All about defence at the top of the day. <laughs> 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 See you next week, Pat. Ciao. <laughs>